Hi there and welcome to the New York Artist Collective podcast, This Next One's About. This is the podcast where we ask artists to give us an inside look at one of their songs, the stories behind it, and how it came to be the track that we're going to hear a little later on. My name is Steph Manns and today's guest is singer-songwriter Ali Carter. Ali is a jazz soul folk singer-songwriter currently living in New York and hailing from Sydney, Australia. Um, Ali, thanks so much for coming in and doing our little podcast. I say coming in, we're doing this remotely. Um, but it's all fun and games in the world of podcasts because I could have gotten away with it if I hadn't said anything. <laughs> Thank you. <But> um, <laughs> um, our little podcast is in its infancy right now, so I'd really appreciate you being my little guinea pig. Um, my pleasure. Awesome. Well, so tell me about yourself. What brought you all the way uh, to New York of all places? I know you're from Sydney. I am. Um, I always wanted to come to New York for like uh, many years. Um, and the time was right and I booked my flight and I came <laughs> and I came for three months and then I knew that I'd want to stay and I went back for like a couple of months and then came back and I was basically just, that was it. <laughs> so you just packed a bag, brought your guitar, yeah. here you are, landed in New York City. Pretty much. Pretty much. I I was coming and going for a while um, and I wasn't sort of on the right visa but I was coming and going and feeling things out and meeting people and, and all of that. And, um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, just kept moving ahead and and, you know, booking some shows in here and there and and it just all started to to build and that kind of thing so it definitely sounds very romantic I think to anyone who's like oh you just packed a bag with a guitar and here you are and (laughs) you know and you're like well yeah but I was probably sleeping on someone's sofa for like three months so it was much less romantic than that for a while but yeah yeah it's kind of um you know I really really wanted to come here and it just it just was never the right time until it was the right time you know, um, and I did write a song actually about it called My Heart's in Union Square um, about my love for, for the city. Um, but, um, yeah, it is, uh, you'd understand being um, an expat as well, like mm-hmm. the big yep. groove. For sure. I mean, what well, was there anything musically that attracted you to New York? Um, not specifically, but I, I just really, you know, it was it was a place I always wanted to come and just feel and, and that I was, you know, curious about and I dreamt about and I just had, you know, um, and obviously, you know, the jazz sort of part of things, you know, because I love jazz and New York is, you know, it for it. Um, And, yeah, so it was just really a wonderful, (laughs) um, I would just walk down the street feeling like I was in love. You know, uh-huh. I'd just be like my heart was so open and I was just people were so lovely to me and I and I was swinging around like lampposts, you know. I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> I was really like in love with the city uh-huh. and it, I felt like it was in love with me too, <laughs> you know. And um, it was just like a really, it was kind of beautiful, you know. I really... It, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed, you know, my first, the first 
like a couple of years I was here I mean it's more of a grind now and a hustle and you know I'm just really trying to keep pace and you know keep it moving and grooving so but yeah I'm sure that someone somewhere made a quote about New York City and everyone should have a love affair with it at some point yeah and some it just becomes a lifelong marriage (laughs) it does it does I've um I kind of miss Australia a little bit, but I'm really not not done with the place yet. Not not done with this city yet. So um, we'll see. Yeah, um, as a Brit and an Aussie, um, I'm sure we can compare notes on how far in this place was when we first arrived. Um, what was one of the things that maybe first struck you about playing playing a gig here? Was there anything? How did you find an audience? Um, I did a lot of gigs where it was really noisy. To be honest. Uh-huh. And it was, I did a lot of gigs that were, it was hard to be heard <laughs> um, when I first got here, you know. Um, I've been lucky to play at Rockwood a lot and there's often great audiences there. I really love stage one because it's so intimate and small and um, I know like most of the staff there and a lot of them anyway and it's just a really lovely community and I've really... I feel like I've I've just yeah I'm really I really enjoy the community here probably more than I ever did in Sydney actually but which is interesting um but uh yeah it really depends on the place on the venue I think when you play here but like I said I you know I really enjoy places like Rockwood that are proper listening rooms you know or that should be yeah (laughs) Yeah, do you do you feel the feel the same or I I do. I think there's a great artist community in New York and it has a history of that. Um yeah. and I think that's so I don't know, it's just so obvious wherever you go, you know, like Greenwich Village in terms of, you know, like folk music and yeah. And folk music's kind of started that revolution in like the sixties and you know, to your point with, with jazz music, it, you know, it was the heart of that and, yeah. and so many greats um through the years and I think it's just so inspiring to be in the city and around so many wonderful creative people. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, I certainly find it, I, I was very intimidated um, by all of that when I first moved here. Mm. But, um, you know, I think after a while, you you know, you try and earn your stripes, you, you play some of those horrible venues where, yeah. you know, everyone's having a drink and mm. no one knows who you are or cares to listen to you. But, you know, that's, that's part of um, paying your dues, I guess, right? It is. It really is, you know. Um, there, like, Yeah, there are so many different kinds of venues and, you know, um, and you do. I mean, I, I guess I was a little intimidated as well, but I was also just really excited. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go check that out and I'll do some open mics there. And and I was like, ah, you know. But um, I, I actually had an epiphany um, listening to Gregory Porter. Do you know who Gregory Porter is? Yeah, of course. Of course you do. <laughs> he was kind of like at that time in 2012, like he was, you know, he was playing at Smoke and he wasn't touring as much. He was sort of just sort of taking off then. Uh-huh. And I listened to him sing and I had an epiphany and it was like you need to be here, you need to stretch your wings. Uh-huh. And it was just hit me right in my heart and um, I'll never forget it. And it was really a mo- really a just one of those ah like this has touched my heart so much like hearing this person and being here right now and it was you know like wow like 
So I kind of still feel like that, like I have to keep striving to stretch my wings here and, and you know, however long it takes. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think honestly Never as really. a musician, it's, you know, to be able to have that effect on someone is yeah. – you know that is certainly something that I strive for and if if it, if it ever happens and you know if somebody comes up to you and says you know that that really touched me or that moved me and mm. that's really what you're going for mm. um who you know that to me that's that's a, a level of success um right that I always go for versus you know trying to get into the charts or anything like that well that's authenticity isn't it because yeah. um he's such an authentic artist to me like what he sings about how he sings he's very true to himself and what he writes about and and I think that is the most moving thing I think that's really when someone else's authenticity touches you you know I think that that's when your stories collide and your lives sort of spiritually collide Mm -hmm. you know when you sort of oh yeah I I get that that's you know (laughs) this is a juncture you know this is like a a place of taking off somewhere you know and this is a signpost or because they're being so true to their in their story and their on their journey that's you know that's how I feel it all sort of when it all intersects like that yeah I, I think um it's so hard or it's such a challenge I think to try and um, obtain success, but also maintain your authenticity. I think, you know, often right. being commercial doesn't necessarily correlate with mm. being authentic. Um, and I think it's, yes. you're so, you're really lucky if you manage to get the two. I think you just, just, <laughs> just <laughs> that is the underpinning thing exactly of, of it all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how I feel too. I, you know, <laughs> that that is what it is to be an artist I think is to be yep. true and authentic and I mean do, yeah I'm trying to be catchy at the same time yeah yeah and I mean there are there are people that are more performers than artists or than writers or than you know like it depends it's finding out what your strengths are and and who you really are as what you want to as far as what you want to say and you know how you want to say it and and what your thing is you know it's I mean it's a you you, we're working that out aren't we oh all the time so let's talk about let's talk a little about your song and what what you worked out going into it and you know where it came from so it's called open to you yeah yeah this yeah this song um you know, um, I guess it's a love song and it's about opening yourself up to someone and sort of all of the struggles that go on with that. Um, you know, there's a part in the song about, you know, one's pride and letting go and, <laughs> um, you know, am I going to, Is it, you know, is it the most devastating thing to lose your pride? You know, is it really? You know, it's kind of asking that question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's really what it's about and all of the the sticky places that we get into when we're in love or falling in love and all of the sort of being caught in the cracks, you know, of like just feeling the confusion sometimes or the... Um, 
wondering if it is what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, just but uh, but really like it's really such a kind of siren song at the same time as just really wanting to love this person, you know. Um yeah. there's like they, there's a line like I just want you with me, you know, it's like I do this and I do that and I'm thing and I'm da 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 but I just want you with me, you know, it's like oh the, this ache, you know. Uh-huh. And that it ultimately is just to to let it go and and just to to love, you know. I think that's kind of really just what the the song is is about. Yeah, that sounds uh, like some some deep vulnerability there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I think that's that's what this song is very. It's really about being vulnerable. Are you, difficult. are you gonna are you gonna play it um at our show on the 21st i think i will yes i think i'll definitely play this one yeah if you need me to run up and hug you afterwards i can do that oh <laughs> great yeah this this song um it's yeah it's a favorite of mine you know it's it's one of my favorite babies uh-huh. and um harvey really just treated it the producer uh-huh. Um, Harvey who produced the song he just I think he treated it really tenderly and and um, yeah I really love his approach approach with it you know this this sparse feeling and dreamy kind of feeling that he gave it with the instrumentation and it's very fluid sounding to me and dreamy yeah uh-huh. um, do you- do you like the recording process? How do you how do you find that? I love it. Uh-huh. I actually was talking to someone the other day. I, I ran into a friend, and he's he does something else, but he he plays trumpet or something, and his kids are doing music, and he's like, "Oh, I really don't like being in the studio," and bloody blah, blah. And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's my favorite place. Like, I love. I don't do enough of it, and I love it. I love being in the studio, and I just feel like it's where I'm meant to be, and even just doing takes and I don't mind. I'm like, let's do it again. Okay, let's do it again or, you know, okay, and scrutinising it, scrutinising your performance or just, you know, being able to, like, listen back and all the whole process of, you know, of crafting in the studio is, is like, blissful for me. <laughs> I find it kind of stressful, actually. Like, I, I love the... I love the end product and I love, right. I do love the end product, <laughs> getting there I think can be quite stressful because you're kind of going into it and you know you're playing sometimes you're you know playing this song to somebody for the first time right. who's who's not got any idea of really what you want and and, and then you kind of right. add layers or sometimes you have a band right and you know you're trusting this person right um, with you know as you as you called it your baby Mm. Um, to, to, and obviously that. you've worked you know you've tried to pick somebody who you think will you know treat it the right way so right. there's a huge amount of trust that you're putting in this person yes um, and you know and then you know you feel really vulnerable because you're you know dissecting the song as you do it you know and you're mm-hmm. doing some of it in different parts and um yeah and, and and you know as you're going through it you're like oh god is this even worth doing should I have picked a different song or yeah. you know and it's because and obviously we go through that as artists and you know we we create something and we're like this is great and then you know they're like yeah. oh this is amazing and then you go oh maybe this isn't so great oh god this is awful I'm yeah. crap 
Yeah. And then you go back, then you go on the upswing again, you know. Mm. And I, I feel like with the recording process, I go through all of that very quickly. <laughs> you know, I, I totally get that. And there are, like, I think it really does depend, you know, it does depend who you're working with and the sort of bond you have you know, like as far as your, your, who, the musicians and your producer and the, the actual engineering team, like the studio that you're in. And I, I worked at Spin actually, and they were so great. And, and Harvey and I just spent a lot of time talking about this recording and what he thought and his approaches. And, and I did trust him a lot as far as this, you know, album. And, you know, it's like, um, when he first played me what he'd done on the first track, which is Philosophy of Hope, like I cried because <laughs> I was just so, I was so moved by, you know, what he'd done. So then, you know, and this was um, like after we'd been in the studio, but I'm just kind of referring to, yeah, the the trust because it, it is something you've created and you're like, what are you going to do with this? And you know, and and although I trust it, trust Harvey a lot too. I mean, there were a couple of moments where I'm like, I you know, there was some maybe disagreement or misunderstanding or, you know, um, but I really feel like with this project there was a lot of um, interconnectedness in our ideas and, you know, um, we just kind of were on the same page and, and it was it was really good like that because I definitely you are you know you're you're recording your music and so many things can sort of go away that you don't plan or want or expect or you know but that's why I think yeah, being able to communicate with your producer with the engineers and just having the confidence to say no eh, or you know yeah you know to say what you think is so important you know. Um, Having said that, I've worked with producers who've kind of bled all over sort of some of my music too. <laughs> so that but yeah. so that's why Harvey was such a joy, you know, to work with as far yeah. as, yeah, you know. But, yeah, it's definitely um, also nerve-wracking but it's kind of exciting too because <laughs> you, you're like, oh, okay, you know, you're doing a take and you're recording and you're like, will I fuck this up or will this, you know, <laughs> it's like exciting, you know, you're like, oh, how's this going to sound or, you know, uh-huh. yeah, I think it's kind of magical. All right. Well, Ali, would you like to introduce your song? Sure. Uh, so this is open to you. Look up, look up tonight, the stars, they're out for you. you shine as bright it's what you do I see I see the great wide world inside of you and I just want to And now 
Open to you and Ali Carter. Ali, thank you so much um, for doing our little podcast. It's been such a delight chatting to you. Um, and I really can't wait to have you at the show uh, October 21st. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, no. Honestly, it was our pleasure. So um, for those of you listening, if you want to come to our show, uh, you can go to our uh, Instagram or our website. It's newyorkartistcollective.com or our Instagram is newyorkartistcollective um, and click grab your tickets now. Um, Ali, thank you so much. Uh, where can we find out more about you and your music? Yeah, so, I mean, you can you can check my website, which is alicarter.com. 
Um, there are links there. There's info there. Um, I also have some music on SoundCloud, which is alleycatcarter.com. Um, and I also have a little duo show coming up on October 1. Um, if you're in Harlem, um, please come come down, come up, come down. Otherwise, yeah, really looking forward to the 21st. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, yeah, thank you for inviting me onto that. No problem. A Keeper Miss and uh, Kaylin Marie also uh, on, on stage with you. It will be a great show, I can guarantee that. Ali, thank you so much. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Steph. The lovely and very talented Ali Carter. Thanks so much for tuning into our podcast. We will be back very soon with another new artist getting under the covers with a song of theirs. Uh, our next show is October 21st at Rockwood Music Hall Stage 3 at 6pm. You can get your tickets from our website. That's newyorkartistcollective.com.